This is the Monoology Podcast. Monroe County, Ohio. It's my home. With your hosts, Mike and Joey. All right, here we are. Episode 12 of the Monoology Podcast. How are you, Mike? Oh, that's right. Mike's not here this week, so you guys have to listen to me all by myself. But don't worry, I am not alone. In the studio here, I also have a couple guys that are going to tell us about the barbecue place they're opening here in Mount Gilead. So we'll get to them in a minute. But first, current events. Folks, I want you to go out and like the Think Local First page uh, for Morrow County, Ohio. They have over 5,000 people, almost 6,000. Let's see if we can't boost that to 6,000 or more. I wanted to give you a couple things here. Uh, Tonight, when you hear this, May 17th at 6 p.m., the OSU Morrow County Extension Office will provide GAPS training, and that is good agricultural practice. And I can tell you honestly, I have attended a couple of their courses, and they are just, they're really good. And the best part is, folks, is they're local people. They live right here in Morrow County. uh, Carrie does a great job uh, of explaining and answering questions uh, right on the spot. So kudos to them for doing this program. Uh, And it is a levy-driven program. So thank you for providing what you promised you would uh, in the last um, election cycle there. All right, so we have a couple things going on here on the 22nd of May. The first one I want to uh, draw attention to is Kevin Evans is going to be um, sharing his Dr. Nathan Tucker, Morrow County's first millionaire presentation. I've shared that on the page for Morrowology on Facebook, so go on and like that and uh, check it out. Uh, Also, there's a pool tournament at Bullseye Pete's Pub and Grill in Marengo. That starts at 11 a.m. on the 22nd. Visit the Think Local First page uh, to get more information about that. There's also Downtown Days, Mount Gilead. And that is Saturday, May 22nd, and it starts at 10 a.m. Visit the stores, restaurants, and more. WVXG will be on site with music as well as Ain't Your Mama's Kitchen Food Truck. And the escape guy, Michael Griffin, from America's Got Talent, will be there as well. And the Mount Gilead Public Library is also doing um, rock painting starting at 11 a.m. And if you uh, are still looking for something to do on the 29th, this uh, event here just looks like a, a fantastic time. After being indoors all winter uh, with a pandemic, being locked up, not being able to see people, things are finally starting to return to normal here. What you should know is the Grassroots Spring Fest is hosted by the Buckeye Training and Fitness Academy on May 29th, and that starts at 8 a.m. and ends at 5 p.m. They're going to have a kickball tournament, a 5K race, Uh, bounce houses all day and one of the starring features here is going to be the chick-fil-a truck and that'll be here from 11 a.m to 7 p.m so that of course sounds like a fantastic event it should be um should be a great time it's going to be at the mount gilead pool 
uh, parking lot there in Mount Gilead. Uh, so if you are coming to Mount Gilead, you don't know where it's at. If you look up um, Mount Gilead Schools uh, and and map that, you should be able to get that. That's 335 Park Avenue, Mount Gilead, Ohio, 43338. That would get you to that location. Also, want to go out and sing the praises of Bringing Sunshine to the Morrow County page. It is another great uh, inspiration. I saw where a local food bank had extra food, and they put it in one of the boxes, um, the hope boxes that are around the county. Uh, you know, go out, like these pages, folks. This is how we get the word out. All right, since Mike's not here, just wanted to share that uh, Governor DeWine has decided that he is going to... Um, cancel the COVID orders um, effective June the 2nd. Uh, of course, what that means, mask mandates, unless um, otherwise noted, such as healthcare facilities, uh, long-term cares, um, assisted care facilities, assisted living facilities, those are still going to remain under the precautions, of course. Uh, restaurants, um, we'll be able to open back up to full capacity. The dividers will be able to go away, it sounds like. Um, so there's some pluses and some negatives here. You know, We still are dealing with the pandemic. There's still the virus out there, but as things open up because of vaccinations, we're seeing the end. Um, you know, Be nice to people. If people choose to go maskless and you have a mask on, that's fine. That's your choice. Um, that's their choice. Um, but just be nice to people, love people, uh, don't hate. And, and, and there's no, there's no reason to be confrontational about that. Um, the vaccinations are open, uh, anywhere you go, any of the health systems around, uh, Morrow County hospital, the, uh, Morrow County health district, they all have vaccines. You should be able to call any of them and find out more information about that, as well as Avita and Ohio Health are still providing vaccines at locations um, that should be uh, easy for you to get to as well. So please go out there, folks. And remember, um, we are getting back into summer. Things will be happening again. And, of course, this also means Marrow Little Theater is going to be opening back up and opening their doors. Now, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Marrow Little Theater is going to be hosting a show virtually. Uh, this is was happening prior to us knowing any of the things and standards were going to change. So what we are doing is we are putting on a show that we're recording, and we're going to show it uh, online. So you'll be able to sit at home in your pajamas with popcorn or whatever, and watch Nonsense Amen. It's a story about five nuns who, because of Sister Julia, child of God, makes this vichyssoise soup and it kills 54, or 52 nuns, I'm sorry, 52 nuns. And uh, they get the insurance money, and before they can bury all uh, but four get buried, and sister or Reverend Mother buys a plasma TV, and let's just say the hijinks ensue from there. Uh, some good talent locally here. Uh, your myself right here, Joey Powell. I'm in it, as well as Jeremy Barr, uh, directed um, by Jamie Zeger. Ken Barnett is in it. Mitchell Gale is in it as well. Um, fantastic fantastic uh, cast. It's going to be a great show. It's a comedy musical. 
And yes, those two do go together. Comedy musical. Um, take a chance. Uh, visit us uh, on Mar Little Theater's webpage or visit us on the Facebook page to get more information. Now that is coming. It is not out there yet. Uh, we will be posting that soon. Um, so those are some of your happenings here in Morrow County. This week's Morrow County Flashback brought to you by the Morrow County Historical Society. All right, so this week I get to give you the history moment. And from the Ohio History Connection, I'm going to share a little bit about Morrow County and how it got its name. And its name came from Jeremiah Morrow. So who was Jeremiah Morrow? Jeremiah Morrow was a legislature and a political leader in the ninth governor of Ohio. Jeremiah Morrow was born in Adams County, Pennsylvania on October 6, 1771, so that was prior to the Declaration of Independence. He was the oldest of nine children of a Scottish-Irish family, and he grew up on a farm just a few miles outside of Gettysburg. In 1795, Morrow moved to the Northwest Territory and settled first in the small community of Columbia. 1799, he moved with his bride, Mary Parkhill, to a log home in Warren County. Morrow became a well-respected member of his community. His neighbors elected him to the territorial legislature in 1801 as Ohio was preparing for statehood. Morrow allied himself with Thomas Worthington and his supporters who opposed Governor Arthur St. Clair's plans to delay Ohio's statehood. He served as a delegate to the Constitutional Convention of 1802 as a member of the Democratic Republican Party. After Ohio became a state, he was elected to the Ohio Senate. He did not serve in this position long as the state soon selected him to serve as Ohio's only congressman in the United States House of Representatives. Morrow served in the House from 1803 to 1813 when the state legislator appointed him to the United States Senate. He continued to serve in Congress until 1819, when he decided to return home. While in Congress, Morrow gained a reputation for his knowledge about public land policies, and he helped reduce both the cost and required acreage for public land sales. Morrow voted in favor of the United States entering the War of 1812. Once back in Ohio, Morrow served on the Ohio Board of Canal Commissioners with Benjamin Tappan, Alfred Kelly, Thomas Worthington, Ethan Allen Brown, Isaac Miner, and Ebenezer Buckingham Jr. This group studied the possibilities of linking the Ohio River with Lake Erie through the construction of a series of canals. As a result of their work, the Ohio and Erie Canal and the Miami and Erie Canal were begun in 1825. Morrow ran for governor in 1822 against Alan Trimble and William W. Irwin, and he won. He was reelected in 1824. During Morrow's two terms as governor, the economy of the state grew significantly. Ohio finally emerged. From the banking crisis of 1819 and dramatically increased its transportation infrastructure. In addition to canals, the National Road reached Ohio at this time and greatly improved Ohio's connections with the East. The state legislature also passed a law providing state support for public education during Morrow's tenure as governor. After leaving the governorship, Morrow returned to state politics in 1827. 
He served in the Senate, the state Senate, for one term, and then Ohio's House of Representatives from 1829 to 1830, and again in 1835 to 1836. He re also returned to Washington, D.C. as a representative in December of 1840, completing Thomas Corwin's term, and then running for one final term in 1841. He refused to rerun for election in 1843 because he felt that a new generation of leadership was emerging in the country. During the late 1820s and 1830s, Morrow became one of the founding members of the Whig Party in Ohio. He was a member of the Electoral College three times as a representative of the state of Ohio. Morrow was the first president of the Little Miami Railroad from 1837 to 1845. He spent his final years at his home near Lebanon, Ohio, running a sawmill and a gristmill, and participating in local politics as a township trustee, school director, and superintendent of roads. He died at his home on March 22, 1852, at the ripe old age of 80. And that, folks, is how Morrow County got its name after being named after Jeremiah Morrow. All right, so this week we have EDS The Sauce Guys. They're going to be opening up their new shop here in little old Mount Gilead in Morrow County. And um, so introduce yourselves. I'm going to go to, from my left to right, just like some people read. I read right to left, but we're going to go left to right today. All right. Well, I'm Eric Morningstar. I'm the E in the EDS. So you're the E in EDS. I'm the E. The E. So Eric and? I am Denim. I'm the D in EDS. Okay, so what <laughs> you're already laughing, and I'm just gonna call <laughs> it's it a, out. It's a running joke, we've always done that just because it's just funny. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, well, okay, so what's the S then? Sauce. Oh, yeah, we do Eric sauces, denim sauce. Yep. Yes, that sounds like um, that sounds like an interesting name, Eric Denim Sauce. Yeah, yeah, just and then you just put the sauce guys underneath of it. Well, it, yeah, well, it kind of became that we, yeah. we were actually EDS bourbon sauce because that's what we used to do was bourbon sauces, and then uh, so we kind of grew into other genres of sauce. And then our marketing guys, we just told them, like, hey, you know, we everybody says, hey, it's the sauce guys, yeah. they couldn't remember our actual names, so yeah. rebranded. Okay, so, so now uh, I don't care who shares, but let's share like how how exactly did EDS the Sauce Guys come around? Go ahead. Share. Well, it. I, got, yeah, yeah, no. We'll go back we'll, four goals. Well, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's my wife. We used to go. She's on, in the studio. She's sitting actually behind sitting here. Him. My wife Tanya. She's yes. supporting him. She's on Facebook, but she's supporting him. No, she's Facebook, yeah. No. She's like, I don't even know what this podcast is. We're here on a on a Sunday afternoon. No, I, I, I'm kidding. No, go ahead. So, so tell us about so it. So we used to go on we used to go to on dates and we always she loved bourbon style sauces. So she just commissioned me to try to recreate something. So we did, and then uh, we had a fourth of July party. It made a bourbon glaze and my cousin here was there and absolutely loved it. Oh, so uh, you guys are related. Yeah. Yeah. By marriage. Oh, yep. by marriage. Yeah. I was his best man's wedding, too. Yeah. I mean, my best man oh, dipped okay. out on me, so I, I commissioned him as my <laughs> best man. So you were second best. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. I mean, he only knew me like a week. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. 
so, so you said your cousin, you know, by marriage. Yes. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. Yeah, yeah. No, no. So, you know, you, you guys started teaming up then to, to make the Yeah, sauce? well, we had a 4th of July party, and funny story, we actually almost died. We had a fireworks exter- uh, yeah. show go Every quickly wrong. Every story starts yeah. with, we yeah. had a fireworks well, we, show. We, we didn't realize that you actually have to let the tubes cool down before you reinsert another possible mortar. grenade. <laughs> so we, we had one blow up halfway down the mortar tube. Uh, sent our ears ringing, you know, the whole nine yards. Then we turned mortar tubes into cannon fire. Yeah, it was. It launched a mortar at my in-law, my father-in-law, that was walking back to the house, like right over his head. I'm like, yeah. this was bad. <laughs> but out of that comes EDS, That's the fact. sauce guys. Yep. All right, so... What what do you um okay so now we know like uh, a bad fireworks display is how this came about right yeah pretty much and, and, and around about yeah, right? yeah yeah it was yeah. around the same time yeah. um, almost 4th, killing actually. the father in law you yep. realized hey we're gonna make some fantastic sauce I mean everybody liked the sauce yeah. the show was still good till the end <laughs> well and I told him I, I told him I said you know I said you got to give me that recipe so yeah. I can do it at home yeah. Uh, so we started hosting you know people over for dinner and stuff and they just kept raving about the sauce and we're like I, was, they, I had one specific friend said you know I'd buy this off of you if you'd make it for yeah. me and then I came to him at church the next week and I was like dude we gotta start selling this stuff yeah and then that's when we yeah started so we really yeah so we, we did we actually sat down at his kitchen table with all of our wives or wives and just sat there and discussed different ideas I'm not, not, I'm not, not going to pick up on that <laughs> <laughs> all, our wives. all our wives I'm not Mormon <laughs> and I couldn't out. help it because <laughs> Tani, right? Yeah. Her face was priceless. I wish you guys could have seen this. I wish we live streamed. She these. makes faces all the time. It's good. When, when you said all our wives, she's like, all your wives. <laughs> <laughs> Cracked me up. Oh, this is by far one of the best. Oh, wait, this is, we're just getting started. Yeah. So, all right. So you guys sat down at the table and started working out. Different ideas, you know, yep. throwing out, bouncing ideas off each other. Yeah. You know, we wanted to make... Uh, sauces for individual styles of food mm-hmm. right and we were just bouncing ideas the, the wives are like hey let's let's start messing with fruit so we started coming up with combinations mm-hmm. and then we started making it at his house um and then we were just selling it for fun yeah to make extra cash and yeah. it literally became a blessing and a curse because we were making it so much that it became like his their houses were smelling like just straight vinegar well i mean and if you can <laughs> oh, imagine yeah. us making a couple gallons a week and then we had to we had to bottle them we had, yeah. to, we had to water bath them and so it was it was tedious work at first. Yeah. All right. So before we go any further, I want folks to know that if they go to edssauceguys.com, you can find uh, that's the website for these guys. Yes. And I'm t- oh, I don't know what exactly is on the grill there, but <laughs> that looks fantastic. Now, what is up here new? It says new, and it's mangoist hot sauce. Yes, we have a brand new hot sauce. Yep. I'm guessing it's go- with ghost peppers. Yes. Yes. So did you really make that in your house? Not that Not one. Not that one, yeah. Uh, we actually didn't have that one made until we started getting things done commercially. See, uh, we reached out to that the Department of Agriculture, and at that time they told us, they said, look, they said, if you really want to be successful at what you're doing, you need to find somebody to make this for you. That way all you guys have to do is go out and market it and sell it. So we ended up, in contact with Cooper's Mill over in Bucyrus, and they're yeah. the ones that actually manufacture our sauce. Nice. And then I see here, so your best seller is your blackberry bourbon sauce. And yes. that is actually our flagship also. Yep, that's the first so one we started with. that is the first one. Yep, yep. yep. Mm, can't wait to try that one. Yeah, and it's real um, fruit. 
<laughs> Real fruit. There's right? a story behind that. <laughs> okay, let me ask. Is the story appropriate? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, it's appropriate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Our marketing guys came. Well, one of them, the other guy was indisposed, but they came to see our shop. And... Uh, and they seen the interview on Fox 28 News, and Denim mentioned real fruit, so Courtney has been nonstop. Real fruit! That's all he yeah. says. Got real fruit! <laughs> so it's just like, it's just joke. It's yeah, just yeah. stupid. But Oh, that's... Okay. We actually gave a guy 10% discount at our at our little <laughs> yeah, marketing thing yesterday. yesterday because he came back to our booth while people were trying sauce, and he was like, it's made with real fruit! <laughs> wow. That was funny. That is... Anyway. Uh, okay. <laughs> Wow. We, we like to have fun, no, as you can't tell. So. No, and you should. I mean, it, it really shows you guys enjoy what you're doing, um, that you like that. Oh, so here's one, Chicken King, mango habanero yep. bourbon sauce. Yes. So is it a real strong bourbon taste? No, uh, it's, a, yeah, it's a misconception. A lot mm. of people associate the, the name bourbon sauce with actually tasting like booze, and it's really just a style. Now, ours has bourbon in it, but it is non-alcoholic. It's cooked out, but it's a style from southern part now, of the United do States. do you sample the bourbon before you... Uh, no, but well, we did. you guys don't make it anymore, right? No, no, no. No, but like before, did you sample no. the bourbon? We we he did a lot of the research for the the bourbon that we so used. You sampled the bourbon. <laughs> well, I'm, the not an, I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> well, no, I'm not saying you're an alcoholic. No, no, it's. But I mean, you have to sample. So I recently just played a nun across the street. So we rented out the theater. Okay. Um, and I played a nun, uh, Sister Julia. And she sampled the rum for the fruitcake. And okay. by the end of the skit, she's completely trashed. Okay. Oh, nice. And has to, you know, stagger her way yeah. off of stage. Well, but anyway, not? that's the kind of, you know, not that you would sample no, I mean, to that it, extent. But, you know, you need no, to sample I, I, your product, I see what right? you're saying. Yeah. No, we, I mean, for years we drank a lot. So yes. <laughs> in previous. We were So I think we had a pretty good idea what types of booze we liked. <laughs> That's so, the only way to do it, folks. Sample yeah. it and find out what you truly like. I mean, like. yeah. When we created the Nuthouse Barbecue, I mean, we had to go to Millersburg and try their beers. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because we have a barbecue sauce that actually features a local brewery. And nice. And a barbecue, yeah. So you also have um, apple BBQ sauce. Mm-hmm. So question, apple. Pork? Do you? Mm. Would you put that on pork? Yeah, I would put the apple. Because on when pork. you smoke, you smoke. You typically will smoke a pork product with applewood chips. Yes. Yeah. They yep. pair really nicely yes. together. Yes. So would you also put an apple, an apple type sauce? On we that? we recommend yeah. the apple for like pork or even brisket. Mm-hmm. The yeah. apple barbecue is really good on brisket. Okay. Yeah. yeah, the base is actually apple butter, so it holds up well to to beef. Ooh. Cooper's oh, Mills yeah. apple butter. Put a little shameless plug in there for me. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I've been there. My wife is from Colonel Crawford. Okay. Area. Okay. Um, and of course, I mean, you guys go to. Uh, you guys go to church with my brother-in-law, Andy. Yep. I'm sure you're listening. I'm waving at you, but you can't <laughs> see me. Uh, just consider the source there. Sorry. Uh, grilled pineapple barbecue sauce. Yep. Well, Real so fruit. what's your favorite? <laughs> yes, thank you, Joe. You can read. Um, so what's your, what is your favorite here? Honestly, we were actually just talking about this a little bit ago. It's We actually have over 40 different recipes we mm. created. And it's it's like every time we got to bring one back out to get it manufactured, we yeah. remember why we liked it because yeah. we really it's depends on what you're cooking. We tell a lot of people that they'll ask us at shows, hey, so what's your favorite? And yeah. honestly, we just we look at them and say, hey, what are you cooking? Yeah, you know what sauce do you like? Like yeah. styles, and then what are you planning on putting it on? And we can give you a direction because they're really yeah. good in their own regard. It just depends on what you. Well, like, and so. going back to you know the whole sitting at the table thing, you know when we were sitting at the table, we listed chicken, pork fish 
And then what would go good with this? Like, so when we you were know, thinking fish. not everybody fish, thinks about putting sauce or barbecue sauce, a barbecue type sauce on fish. Yeah. I personally don't care for fish unless it's got tartar sauce and it has to have so much tartar sauce that I can't taste the fish. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I mean, a lot of people I know, my wife is crazy about salmon mm. and she'll get, uh, is it, I think bourbon glazed salmon or something. And it's got a real bourbony yeah. taste, yeah, our, and yeah. I'm not a real big fan of that. Well, that's what he was going to talk and about. And that's what the, I was going to say when we yeah. were specifically looking at fish. We did our research, and like that's where we came up with the blackberry bourbon sauce. So, like the blackberry bourbon sauce is so good on fish, and it doesn't have that boozy bourbony yeah. flavor to it. Nice. So I'm looking here again at uh, edssauceguys.com. Again, that's E-D-S-S-A-U-C-E-G-U-Y-S.com. Um, you guys have barbecue sauce recipes, bourbon sauce recipes, and then specialty sauce recipes. Yep. that I, I'm assuming if I click on these links that they will take us to what you suggest to pair mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what to use? Yeah, we're on? we're still building that database as well. There's we got to add quite a bit mm-hmm. of new recipes. And I gotta say the the cartoon caricatures here are kind of. <clears throat> I mean, they're very. I mean, our marketing guys actually mar- illustrate I mean, books, so <laughs> <laughs> they they literally hand drew those from pictures yeah. of us. Well, yeah. I gotta say, denim yours is like really close, like really really close. Eric, well, mine, yours, well, mine, I normally don't. Okay, work, yeah. well, yeah, you had glasses on. Yeah, I mean. And mine's minus the new edition. Yeah. The man bun. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh. (laughs) He brought the bun into it. (laughs) Oh. Folks, that'll end this section. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) The drinking has begun. I was all excited about a barbecue place until the man bun. (laughs) No. Um, All right. So you guys are opening a store here in Mount Gilead. So tell us about that. And I know we don't have a date yet, Mm. but soon... Yeah. Soon and very soon. Uh, great things. Sometimes you have to wait for. So tell me about the new store. The storefront looks awesome. Thank you. I mean, it looks old, like an old barbecue shack. Um, but That's what we were going for. Yeah. yeah. So tell me. Tell me about that. What What made you guys want to come to Mount Gilead to do this? So. <laughs> funny story. Yeah. Funny story is um, mm. through our going to markets and selling sauce, we've met people in different places. And Jeff Stutler actually reached out to us a few months ago. Oh, so like, Stutler's in on this. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> now we know it's this now rabbit hole. the master of the <laughs> Jeff, if you're listening, <laughs> we've got your number. <laughs> but yeah, he, he reached out to us and said, you know, hey, the Eight Sisters Bakery place is, is coming open. They're looking for somebody to fill that spot. Uh, he said, I've been to some council meetings people have been bringing up barbecue and he said you guys are the first ones that came to my mind so i reached out to eric and said hey there's this possibility for a restaurant we've always said from day one that that was our end goal we wanted to open a restaurant so i told him i said let's pray about it see see what happens and we had a call with the eight sisters and it was a deal that we didn't think that we could refuse and it Mount Gilead is a central location for a lot of places that we do business in. Marion, Galleon, 
Columbus. Mount, Mount Vernon. Mount Vernon. Yeah. Nice. So we really are like a, a right central in the hub for yes. you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You for our, where we started from, yes, for We sure. don't hear that a lot, being you know in Mount Gilead. North, normally, we're like at the north end of the market or yeah. something. So that's kind of nice and, and a plus for us here locally. So tell me about um, how is it? how are you envisioning the store to actually run? Meaning, um, like, are we going to be able to eat in? Well, as of right now, uh, I mean, it's, it's if people have, I'm sure, have been in there before. It's not a real big place. It, eventually, I think we'll put maybe one, what, one or two, maybe small tables where people can eat lunch and sit down maybe to grab a sandwich. Right now, it's things going to be takeout uh, to get started. Um, we are only planning on doing a certain amount of servings a day. Uh, so if we sell out in the first, you know, so when, two when hours, it's first come first serve. Yeah, when it's sold out. It's sold out. Yeah, mm-hmm. we don't like to reheat barbecue. Uh, fresh is um, better. Barbecue does not get reheated. I, the only if, way if it ever gets reheated, fresh. it becomes nachos. It's not even barbecue anymore. It's, it's yes. to put on nachos. You know, uh, things oh, like that. So I'm just thinking about some brisket on yeah. nachos right now. Oh. Yeah. Mm. And at first, we're gonna have a. A fairly limited menu. Yeah. Not that it's not going to be good. Uh, pulled pork, smoked bologna, baked beans, pineapple coleslaw, uh, cornbread. So, but we do plan on expanding into other things like having specials where we do brisket tacos or whatever. So the meats that you're smoking when we first open, I heard brisket. What else? <laughs> you heard oh. wrong. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, no. we're not we're not going to start with brisket. Okay, but so what are we starting with then? Just pulled pork, pulled pork, pulled and pork? smoked bologna, yep. and smoked bologna. Yep. All right, and then I heard you said some cornbread and yep. some baked beans yep. and coleslaw. Pineapple coleslaw. Yep. Pineapple coleslaw. Yeah, pineapple coleslaw. Okay, talk to me about pineapple coleslaw. I've never like I do not like regular coleslaw. Yeah, it's it's literally just what you would typically think of coleslaw, but we it's got pineapple. It's got a little bit of uh, mango. Uh, it's just a, it's like a tropical style. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I might style. actually have to try that. It's it's good. Normally, and I try to sub out the big. None of us eat it in yeah. the family. It normally goes in the trash. Yeah, and you, know, you have to come down and try it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, sure. I'm telling you, I can't wait till you guys open. I really can't. I can't either. <laughs> I, I really can't. Um, so. What? Let's see. What else? What else do you guys want to talk about with the the sauce guys? I mean, we well. Do. We'll pl- we'll plug it out there too that the if you're if if you've ever been iffy about cornbread, try the cornbread. Oh yeah, well, it's <clears throat> it's it's not your it's not your average suck the moisture out of your mouth cornbread. dry cornbread. It's, oh yeah, it's like corn cake and yeah. uh, and we smoke it as well. Yeah, it gets smoked. everything's smoked. Yeah. Nothing's baked. Well, except coleslaw. Except the coleslaw. <laughs> we don't smoke. We the don't coleslaw. smoke coleslaw. <laughs> well, you'd have a hard time keeping it lit, I would think. Oh, well, I mean, you know. The what butane lighters sorry, that for, was right? A, that was a terrible joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Mike's normally Mike is normally the one who does the terrible <clears throat> jokes, and today I'm filling in for Mike, um, doing the terrible jokes. Um, You're so, doing a great job. I uh, thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> there were some jokes prior to starting recording, but uh, so <clears throat> we don't have a start date. Um, if you guys could get that to me, okay. Uh, we want to make sure we get that out there. Um, yeah. What is the most exciting thing for you guys, other than getting the shop open? And but what, like, what is exciting you uh, the most here about going forward? Well, you know, we've been, <clears throat> excuse me, we've been, I mean, plugging away at this for over five years, mm-hmm. uh, from making it home for fun to becoming commercialized to creating new flavors, getting them launched, and we have worked hard in lots yeah. of shows, lots <laughs> of traveling. Time um, away from family. <clears throat> yeah, to where we've been in Michigan doing shows. We now sell in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and Pigeon Forge at a shop down there called All yeah. Sauced Up. 
Uh, he sells We're getting ready stuff. to go this summer down okay. to Gatlinburg. So if you need me to take a load down, just let me know, and I can. You know, take uh, he some... buys it by the pallet. It's it's a okay, six foot. Pallet. Never mind. <laughs> I was thinking just a couple of bottles that I can. No, put in. no. He okay, buys a truckload of stuff. Uh, so we've worked hard, and and the exciting part yeah. is that we're si- we're finally seeing it come to like it's it's coming it's it's happening. Yeah. We're we're hitting that teetering point where um, it's starting to really pick yeah. up pace, and and this is just the next step in that. Yeah, and I mean, he didn't even he didn't even mention the fact that uh, he quit his job Friday. He is he is now yeah. full time EDS the sauce guy. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> wow, no, you know what? I, I'm sure um, you know, you guys have alluded to it a little bit, but I mean, it's I'm sure that's something that you really prayed about and thought about. Um, it's, and she's been my wife has been pushing me for two years to get out. I got a bad back because of the job, and it was just something that we knew was coming but i was always very reluctant because i didn't feel we were in the position to do it and i feel like it's time yeah so and we feel that the restaurant's going to be able to sustain us both hopefully yeah nice well you know um there's a history in mount gilead of restaurants not making it and I, i sometimes think that it's because um they 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 jump in and they open this store with a huge menu, yes. huge aspirations, mm-hmm. and they don't focus on okay, what can we do as baby steps? And it sounds to me that you guys are really thinking yeah. about that baby step, and you're making those baby steps. Mm-hmm. And so I, it's I'd, been that from day one. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times people get in over the head because they'll jump yeah. into exactly. Debt. Yeah, that you'll take a huge loan to try to make it happen. Yeah. And re- Honestly, we started with $20 a piece and a recipe, and we've never borrowed money. We don't use credit cards. It's been cash only. We've been profitable every year except for last year, and that's granted everything going on. And and we work good together. I mean, I'm the gun-ho guy that would have probably sunk the ship, (laughs) and he's he's the guy that goes, wait a minute, wait a minute. It works works very well. It works very well. And so we've really taken the steps, like you said, just to to take it, do it right, and – you know, and we're not trying to overdo it. Mm. And we're doing a little bit different too. You know, we started a sauce company first. Yeah. And we've created a following of people that follow and love our product. We didn't go and buy a Sweet Baby Ray's or what, nothing against the guy and their product. Well, yeah, yeah. We don't buy that from, you know, Sam's Club and then add stuff to it. These are scratch built recipes from yeah. nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, that, so it's, it's just different. We're, we're just going to be different than anything they've ever had before. Okay, well, so I have heard nothing but good things. Uh, Andy has just been telling me that he absolutely loves your sauce, but he has yet to bring it over uh, to any of our family get-togethers. We got for you up. when you come down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get pictures. We so, got stuff for you. So um, I would actually like to do, can we do a live portion from your? Yeah, sure. From, like, so we could get some advertising out for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to do that. So if you're hearing this, um, go on to the Morrowology Facebook page, and you'll be able to see I'm actually going to go down, and we'll do uh, some live and do kind of a, a taste test. I dressed wonderfully for that today. Uh, sorry, I was <laughs> Don't out worry working. about it. I took some time <laughs> off work, and I've been doing um, – it was a honeydew list, but it turned out to be this is what I want done list, you know, to get done. Nice. So I, I was painting some patio furniture. Nice. Prior to coming today. Nice. I, Underestimated. I understand that. That's why I was doing the last few days. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, guys, welcome to Morrow County. Thank you. Thank um, you. I hope you find this uh, a home and very welcoming. Um, truly, you know, we we needed a barbecue place. We have a Mexican restaurant. We have a Chinese restaurant. We needed a barbecue restaurant. We've got, you know, at the other end of Mount Gilead here, we've got um, a couple of fast food places now. Anyway. Um, we have several, but I don't know that we have any barbecue places that are actual storefronts in the county. 
I'm not real sure. I know I heard there's one in Sunbury, but I'm not sure. Sunbury is actually in Delaware. Is it Delaware County? County? Yeah. So it's okay. not in Morrow County. Um, so I don't think I know we have a couple of people in the county who sell it out of their home. You know, have like a little shack yeah. outside and they sell it out of their home, um, but they don't actually have um, a storefront nice. uh, to sell it out of. So I think you guys might be the only ones. Um, so again, welcome to Morrow County. Thank, Thank you. you. We hope you find this um, uh, a welcoming environment and uh, let us know again when you guys go to open and um, if you go to launch something new, a new flavor or something, or when you guys expand your menu, let us know. We'd love to have you back. Okay. It's yeah. been fun, uh, to say the least. <laughs> about um, And so, folks, uh, thank you for visiting um, Marology here and we are going to uh, go live here on Facebook in just a few minutes. Go down to the shop and do a Facebook Live. Just wanted to make sure you guys know, again, um, if you go to EDS, the Sauce Guys on Facebook, you can find them, like them. Uh, we will post a link to them on the Marology Facebook page. And then it's also edssauceguys.com. Uh, for their face uh, for their web page and you can see all the different types of good foods and some of it looks like some of the pictures from them traveling around i just can't say enough good things i can't wait for you guys to get opened up here um looks like you guys got some videos on here all kinds of fun stuff it goes for a long time yeah, yeah. all kinds of fun <clears throat> stuff and uh five years and hopefully we'll be opening a store soon yeah yes. um i uh Cannot wait for that. And you can buy sauce there too. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I would, sure. I would yeah, hope so. Well, yeah. I mean, you can buy your favorite sauce and take it home. Yeah. I mean, I would hope that I could walk down to the corner here and 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 you know just walk on down the street. So for those who are listening and don't know where Eight Sisters used to be in Mount Gilead, uh, it's just up at the square. It's going to be between. Um, the Chinese restaurant and the Mexican restaurant used to be a pink storefront. It is now looks like an old smoke shack. So again, that is the EDS Sauce Guys and their new barbecue joint. It'll be opening soon. We'll let you know when. 